can't see me? Welcome to Podcast Hunters with Mina and Morella. Hello, people, and welcome to Podcast Hunters. We Hi, will guys. be talking about episode 11 of Shadow Hunters today. And I'm Morella. I'm Mina. We're going to be talking about the episode called Blood Coast to Blood. Mina, do you want to talk about where we've been or are you just comfortable sort of saying sorry? And Yeah, I just want to say sorry, guys, that we have been out of business for a while. We've had some stuff that we had to do that was unfortunately um, more pressing than recording podcasts, but now we're back. And we're better than ever. <laughs> yeah, it's good to be back, guys. We have missed doing this. And hopefully we still have an audience that is interested in hearing our uh, podcasts on the remaining three episodes of the show. As we know, um, this season has 13 episodes and we are nearing the season finale. And that's right. And um, just since you mentioned the 13th episode, I believe that season two will have 22. Oh, did it get like a full... uh, I think so. I mean, this is information that I should have in front of me, but um, I I can't... uh, I mean, I can Google it. Look, the good thing about it is we're getting a second season. That's right. And um, I think it'll be a longer second season, and... Which that's, is good because they will have a lot more room to cover all of the important details that they unfortunately haven't had a chance to really work into the show in the first season. Let's hope that they maybe, I don't know, are we, able to develop the characters and the relationship a little, re, the relationships between the characters a little bit better and a little bit slower because some of the... Some of the storylines seemed a little oh, bit rushed. way too rushed. Way and too all over rushed. the place. And like I mean, the from, Malik storyline, which we're not going to get into yeah. in this episode. From, but yeah. from what you've told me um, about the books, uh, no matter whether it's 13 or, you know, 20 some 22, sorry, I'm just opening my chewy, so if you could <laughs> hear these. She's rolling the joint. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Opening my chewy. A lemon zinger. (laughs) Okay, so uh, I'm just saying this show really has no reason to have filler episodes, does it? Because there's so much in the book. Exactly. So much material and I would love for them to go into more detail. Same. I cannot tell you how disappointed I am in the Magnus and Alec relationship. Same. The way same. that it the way that it um it's progressing. Always. I don't know exactly what happens in the I still haven't seen next episode. I know yeah. that there's yeah. a kiss, but um to yeah. me to me it's way early for a kiss and well they haven't they even don't been on know a date. each other. They do not know each other and like um I want to say that I have seen the entire season. Mirella hasn't caught up with the last three episodes, so two, I know two. Two, sorry, yeah, the, the twelve and thirteen. But yeah, she hasn't seen Malik. Have you? 
So, no, I haven't. I yeah, haven't. Yeah. Well, uh, that episode received really mixed reviews, and I can completely understand it. Like we said, we're not really going to talk about it much in this uh, podcast because then we're spoiling Stan and we don't have material for the next one. But yeah, it's things are moving way, way too fast for Alec and Magnus, for Malek. And they're, in my opinion, at the moment, non-existent relationship aside from them just uh, having to sometimes get together to like do something <laughs> exactly for the, like for, for for the institute for the shadow hunters you know i would get it if they spent a lot of time together because when you spend like 24 hours with someone it's like you've spent three months with them that's you know? right but um i have some experiences intensify your feelings towards oh, each yeah, other depending yeah. on what you've been through but these two haven't really aside from like cleaning up the apartment magnus's apartment after that demon um ritual that they performed they really have not had enough time to spend quality time together to get to know each other and really lay the foundation for any kind of relationship other than at the moment i don't know Acquaint being acquaintances, yeah. Do you agree? Oh, absolutely. And kind the way that they did it, it was kind of like, yeah, they did spend the night together talking. But I would have loved to have seen just a little scene of yes. them actually talking and getting to know each other. Yeah, yeah and again, then I would have happened. been okay. This this all happened off screen, and it was just awkward. Um, how I believe it was. I'm sorry, guys, I, I haven't um, watched uh, the, ep the previous episode for a while, but I believe it was either in the previous episode or maybe even in this one when um, Magnus is almost willing to prostitute himself. Uh, well, he's kind of asking, to... us, he's asking for Alex's sexual favors pretty much in return for his which, health, which, which, is not wild. Is, which is not Magnus at all. Like, that is such a huge disservice to the character of Magnus. And anyone who truly loves Magnus and Alec will tell you and agree that, like, it, it's the, just it's a huge disservice It to doesn't make sense no, at no, all. No. And if I may say... Um, this is my honest opinion. I'm sorry if people out there will agree with me. Mm -hmm. But the Alec and Magnus relationship that we've seen in the show so far, for, to me, all it is is gay baiting and yes. shipper baiting. That's right. There is no depth to it. No. There is no... Um, it's very superficial. I, I have no feels. No, it. no, none no. whatsoever. Same. I'm having enough trouble trying to have feels for the the Jason and, and Claire relationship, and they've spent so much more time together. It seems you very know? shallow, and, and it still doesn't have that. Kind. I it think it's substance. too soon. The yes. first season shouldn't have had the sort of couples no, coupling no, off. No, no, it should have been like characters getting to know each other, mm -hmm. characters forming. Bonds and friendships, and the romance aspect of the show should have been left for season two. I understand why it wasn't because they weren't sure if season two was going to happen, so they mm -hmm. had to like put in these little crumbs to get people hooked 
to want more. But yeah. At the same time, I, it it did the the characters and the relationships huge disservice, unfortunately. And I mean, I don't know if they've done that on purpose to sort of. Because this is how I the feeling that I get when I'm watching the show, I get the feeling that. Oh, I don't understand this because I haven't read the books. Yeah. So it's almost like they're doing that rushing thing on purpose so that people will go out and buy these books. Oh, I'm and read sure them. it's got something to do with it. Like, look, it's all a marketing ploy. Mm. You cannot tell, like, even the new books, the, the, the new edition of the Mortal Instruments has now come out with, like, uh, show-related covers. You know, they're advertising the show on the cover I still am sticking to oh, my old right. first original Editions, covers yeah. because, like I said, I am keeping the books and the show as two separate entities. That is the only way that I can deal with this and that I can sort of like get through the process of discussing it because they're so vastly different. They One makes me feel so deeply for the characters and so much love, such deep connection, <clears throat> excuse me, whereas the other one is kind of like me just going through the motions while I'm watching it and expecting something to, expecting the show to move something in me and it just, like, it falls flat most of the time. Personally, there are moments, but... Yeah, I agree, I agree. Few and far in. I've had the same problem, um... I liked um, the last episode when we went into the alternate um, mm -hmm. universe or timeline or parallel universe, whatever you want to call it. Um, but it was more, you know, it, it, it tickled my funny bone rather than giving me any kind of feels or anything like that. And yeah. so far in the show, I've had trouble with... I like... I'm one of those people that is like, I don't know if I'm just being self-destructive or a masochist a, a masochist <laughs> exactly thank you that was the word i was looking for i'm not very i'm not very good with big uh, words well, guys it's kind of it's like when you stop cutting yourself you have to find different outlets my god and it's like they're like very fucking slim pickings <laughs> that's right at the moment, you know well i'm currently um <laughs> bulimic <laughs> anyhow um yeah i don't know if i'm a Matrokist, <laughs> a masochist. <laughs> I don't know if I'm a masochist, but I like to suffer with a show. You want to yearn, like I want to yearn. Make you yearn for the characters. I want when the characters' hearts are broken. I want my heart to be broken. Of course, you want to be made this, to feel what they what what they feel. This is simply how I want to experience television. And every normal person out there, I think every like every. Uh, I don't know, like, every typical viewer would want to feel, that's why we watch TV, we want to live vicariously through these characters, we want to we wanna feel on our skin and in our hearts what they're going through, and it needs to be deep, and it needs to be really moving, and you need to feel it. Like, like I want to be shattered, you know? Absolutely. I want to cry. Um... I was about to say something about that, but now it's... Sorry, I'm fucking interrupting you constantly. No, you're, no it wasn't that. Um, 
I was just trying to say, for example, um, I don't want to sort of, you know, use other shows as examples, but... Um, but you can use better shows as I can examples. Use, well, how about just sort of the... These are more like teen shows, right? Like, I mean, what, The 100 or Teen Wolf or... I was going to yeah. I was gonna mention sort of um, The 100 and Teen Wolf and Vampire it. Diaries, of which Teen Wolf only had 12 episodes, right? In a, Is that in the first season or is that the standard? I, I, I don't watch think Teen Wolf. I think it might be the standard. Shame on me. Um, I've watched four seasons. I'm still... Uh, have to, I have to catch up with season five. Um, oh, and the thing is, this was what I was going to say, on a superficial level, I can see how people sometimes might like looking at the show from like a perspective of, oh, he's hot, she's hot, I love those clothes. Oh yeah, uh, we all know. like to have a little purr. Yeah, or know. like, you know, these people are pretty to look at or whatever. Of course. But I would rather, you know, kind of tone that down and have people... Focus see, on the see people's substance. emotions and and see the effect that things are having on them. Well, substance and, over over just you know artificial stuff. Yeah. Yes. Of course. And if I may jump ahead, even though I shouldn't, but I will well, since we're talking about you're this. a kangaroo. Yes, yes I sure am. <laughs> I'm a bloody kangaroo. A kangaroo. <laughs> well, anyways, I'm gonna jump ahead. And um, right, right. talk about um, a, a, a relationship in the show. That really tickles <laughs> your fancy, right? No, I was going to say, um, I expected earth-shattering sadness and shock when Clary and Jace found out that they're brother and sister, in right? Lisa, absolutely. And she is taking it so well. She is like, oh, just what's one the big of those deal? things. I bash my brother. It's all good, and he he is taking it far. He he's no, he's taking it like seriously, and he's breaking <clears throat> his heart. But unfortunately, Dominic Sherwood looks constipated he looks every like he's squeezing time. Out of shit. Exactly. Every time he's supposed to show emotion. How sad! Like how really like that is one thing that actually makes me feel. Mind-blowingly sad. The fact that he's bad acting. He's, he's bad acting. He's responsible for all the sadness that I'm experiencing <laughs> due to this show. Yeah. As opposed to what is happening on the show. Exactly right. And I mean, these yes, these young mm. actors have to sort of start somewhere. And, you know, I'm sure that they will get better as time goes by. Well, uh, he did film. You know, if you, this if is you, not his first gig, you know. If yeah, I was going to mention that if you look at Carl from The Walking Dead, each season his acting gets better and better. Um, but he's a young kid. But exactly, he's, he's a young. These All of these um, actors that we have on Shadowhunters have had gigs before. That's right. And uh, when we uh, heard about the casting, we were assured that these are not only looks-wise, uh, uh, the 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 right actors, but also actors with experience and that can, actors that can embody oh, these yeah, characters. Oh, like yeah, they have gone through such rigorous process of elimination. Or at least that's what we were told. That's right, until they found, you know, the right Clary and the right Jace in every way and the chemistry and all that between the characters. 
what can I say? Uh, Hollywood lies. We all know that mm. they're selling you lies. They're selling you pretty pictures. They want you to. They they want you to focus on how hot the yeah. character the, the actors look as opposed to the, the the quality of the work that they deliver. Well, I mean, Teen Wolf and Vampire Diaries do that exact same thing, yet. The, I have cried, sobbed to several episodes yes. of like the Vampire Diaries. Yes. Um, it's a very like feels still very amateur, very amateur, and it's, just shallow and yeah. yeah, superficial. Just when you can't, like, yeah, like when it's so when it's all flat and yeah. so kind of like you're trying to squeeze something it's like out in, of it. Interns trying to like put together a fun show. And all they care yeah. about is the fun aspect. And given the fact that the movie flopped, they really should have invested in hiring people who are, you know, somewhat professional at that, like at being able to bring out all these things that we've just talked about. How you about know? someone that read the books? Because well, I have a feeling start. that these none of these people have read the books, I really which is don't unacceptable. Know what to tell you. You know, like, I get told I shouldn't bitch too much about the books versus the show, but I'm always going to mention But it's the, the source books. material. That's right. I'm always going to mention the books, and I'm sorry, like, the books have managed, like, they have managed to make me feel so deeply that, not, like, none of the episodes, like, not, nothing that happened on the show so far comes even close to how I felt while I was reading the books. Mm. And you know what? I would be totally cool with, like, if they said loosely based on... That's right. These That's books, right. you know? Exactly. Um, exactly. The way that some other shows have done it, you know, loosely based on exactly. some book. Like that, uh, when the, the whole Valentine reveal... Oh. was one of the most heartbreaking things that I have read. It was so freaking sad. I felt so awful for both Jace and Clary. Yeah. It didn't come across in and this episode. And which book did this, did this take place? Book one. Sort of towards the end towards or the middle? Towards the end, or? like in the, in the final quarter of the book. So that was kind of the cliffhanger, yeah? Well, that was like the big reveal okay. in the in the book. So you know, it completely failed to to wake to up deliver, those emotions to deliver that yeah. kind of feeling in the show. Like the you, you know, I understand the creative differences. I uh, yeah, Michael Whalen comes out of the closet. That's right. That's how the episode starts, isn't it? They Jason Clary. Find him in a janitor's closet in Chernobyl. They 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 teleport to Chernobyl. That's this right. Chern yeah. I don't know why this Chernobyl thing yeah, just makes me crack up. <laughs> I know. Like I just would have liked to have seen some like some more deformity and some more like really unethical 
But why couldn't it have just been like some kind of demonic dimension that we haven't heard of, like which gives you the freedom to like build that kind of like world any way you want? You yeah, know what so I mean? you don't have to stick to the rules. Like you don't have to. It doesn't have to be any any particular city that place. Exists That's on Earth. right. Yeah. Because there are a lot of like nooks and crannies and different different hidden dimensions. It could have been in any one of those. It would have been a lot scarier. Mm. Maybe it's got something to do with the budget. I don't know whose creative, brilliant idea it was to introduce Chernobyl. You know what well, I mean? But look, uh, if they did it right, the fact that it's in our world, this you know Chernobyl and these experiments, yeah. it would scare us, right? Yes. If it was done right. That's why I expected, like I said, just unethical, full-on, like, Dr. Moreau shit, you know? And why do Russians always get the short end of the stick in his shows? Like, they're always fucked. Like, they <laughs> always, always are kind of the bad guys mm-hmm. that have something awful happen to them. They're, like, either the victims or the bad guys. <laughs> the bad Usually guys. they're the bad guys. Yes. Oh, I don't know. Like, if it's done well, it works really well, like... Not to John Wick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so far, I'll just say this straight up. So I've had time to think about the show. Mm-hmm. I've had time to reflect. You know how you usually, like, you're too quick to sort of judge or form, or form an opinion because whilst you're watching it in real time. You exactly. have the time to distance yourself and really, like, um, look at it from more of a... Uh, uh, objective point of view as opposed to being be, being uh, led by your emotions and all that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And even during this... Um, hiatus. Right. <laughs> during our hiatus, I realized that I am very, very disappointed with this show. I'm not the book... I'm not a book reader. All yeah. I all I knew about the show was what you know the the, the little you. blurbs uh, yeah exactly or what you told me that's right um, not that not that Mina told me uh, spoilers yeah. or anything it was basically just she told me it's about you I know, gave you an outline exactly of, yeah, exactly yeah. but not only that so the disappointment kind of came from me just being disappointed that another fantasy show. Because I love fantasy and supernatural and all of that. So yes. it was very disappointing to me that a new, you know, fantasy show just didn't do space. it for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. But now it's even worse. I've come to a point now <laughs> where I genuinely am not entertained by this show at all. I get it. Like, do you know, Mina, I, every time... I watch a show that I like. I've done this with The Hundred. I've done this with Vampire Diaries, Lost Fringe. Um, the Walking uh, Dead. Walking Dead. Every show that I sort of really liked. As soon as a season would end, I would want to go back and, and re-watch, re-watch it. to sort of see all the details I missed. That's and right. To re-experience the stuff that I may have forgot with Shadowhunters, I, I I can't, you guys. I can't. Yeah, it kind of, it's a drag to get I through. Can't. I haven't done it either. Yeah, it's just, the only reason I might watch an episode twice is so that I can do this podcast. That's right, to remind, just to remind yourself. Exactly. Where, so, like, should we, I don't know. Yeah, let's get into it. Yeah. 
sorry guys if this is like really fucking uh, boring to to listen through and stuff, but yeah, well, I don't it's been think, a while. I don't it's think it's boring. <laughs> I think it's, uh, you know, two people sharing their opinion. That's what po- podcasts are about. Exactly. So, basically, Michael Whalen says to Jace, Hey, Jace, yes, I am Michael Whalen. I am your dad, and Valentine has kept me hidden from you. He kidnapped me when you were really little and staged my death, and he has kept me here in the closet. From Which what is like I know, subtext. He, does, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't say any of those things. He may say that in the books, but all we saw in the show is Jay saying, "Oh my God, I thought you were dead," and and Michael Whalen basically just saying it in one sentence, like, "No, no, no, I'm not dead." Valentine staged this. That's and right. Go home. And to prove it to you, I will tell you something I told you when you were young. Yeah. Sometimes it's as brave to live as it is to die. Remember when I told you that, son? It is me. Yes, it is me. Yeah. <laughs> and Jason's like, oh my that? God, it's really you. Yes, oh, yes. Oh, okay, well... You know, it's kind of like trying to appeal to Jace's emotional side. Mm. I must have missed that bit because... Uh, yeah, they weren't kind... It, it didn't seem... It didn't feel like a genuine father no, and son reunion. Like, no. it was so... I understand that they were really skeptical yeah. about it. But at the same time, my God, like, if you saw... If you saw your father that you thought was dead all those years, oh my God, you would be like... Especially your father that you were close to. It's not like he was estranged from his father. Father who raised you. Father, like the only person in your life that you had for nine years. Like you would... It would be... Like it would be... A mess, like you would be an emotional mess. Yeah, didn't come across the emotion. Just kind of just glossed over. Glossed over. It's like, yeah. yeah, I'm emotional. Like, look at me. I'm trying to cry. And again, Dominic Sherwood. I know you're never gonna hear this, but in case by some cosmic chance you do, seriously, dude, you need more acting classes. I'm sorry, but yeah. you really do. I mean. I, I'm I, I'm not an actor. I can't really judge these things. Or but maybe the director is just a bad, like a, a bad direct. It maybe it's the matter of bad directing because Dominic was reasonably good in the Vampire Academy. You know, he was the favorite character in the Vampire Academy oh, to most right? fans. You know, but did so, he have to show emotion in that? I don't know. I haven't seen mm. the movie. This is only from. I am. I am just quoting like things that I have heard I don't know if it's 100% a fact but I know that he was a beloved character in that movie and people said people have said that he was the best in the movie that he was the highlight of the movie you know he played snarky and like funny and a bit ambiguous you didn't know if he was like evil or if he was good all this sort of stuff that like the qual- the qualities that Jace is supposed to possess mm. so is it the bad direction i don't know what it is yet yeah, i was going to ask you do you think that they're doing this on purpose because uh jace is sort of supposed to be very guided about his emotions in in the books right That's so right. and that would be kind of that wouldn't translate well to television because we would just think he's an uptight asshole so 
But you know, don't... maybe they decided to make him more, you know, emotionally mature and all that. Maybe, but Dom has got these beautiful, expressive eyes that he, whatever he is insane, could he could it could still come across. Yeah, he could convey it just. With his with no with, dialogue, with, with, yeah. exactly. Just with his facial expressions, but when he does it, it kind of has the opposite effect. It feels way too. It, it it's just too much. It doesn't feel natural. It feels like you said. It feels forced. It feels like he's constipated. It feels like it feels like he's trying too hard. Mm. And you know. not succeeding. And I mean, don't don't get me wrong, guys. I never, I, you know, I didn't expect the show to be like Emmy nominated, That's you know, right. stuff or, or to try to be too serious. I expected a fun show that in the moments that uh, there's that emotion, you. that engages me. And in the moments when I'm supposed to feel sad, I actually feel sad. Exactly. It's not too much to ask. No. Really. No. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, because then there's characters in the show who are really good, you know? Mm. Like, so is it the, the is it the question of direction? Is it a question of, like, bad acting? I don't know what it is. Maybe he would have been awesome in a different role. Yeah. Maybe he just was not well-picked for the role of Jace. Mm. He looks beautiful. Oh, he's gorgeous. But his acting is lacking. Yeah. As is, like, same thing with Kat, same thing with the lack of chemistry between the two of them. We've covered this ad nauseum. We yeah. mention it in every freaking podcast. But that can we I just do. say that Kat can show emotion? Yeah, she's like. <laughs> she's she can better cry than, at the drop of a head. Hat. Yeah, but it's like, you know. At the drop of her head. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know, it's a, it takes a little bit more than just crying. I to, know that, but I'm saying me. she is way better than that. The problem I have with her is the fact that she doesn't have her and Dom have zero chemistry. They to me they remind me of like goofy friends in real life. That are like trying to, you know, when they have to kiss and stuff, it's like, oh my god, like yeah, it's almost oh, like their like friendship yuck, works. The friendship know? works against them. Yeah, for yeah, the show, yeah. I don't know. I really don't know. Like you can tell that this cast would have a ball of screen. Yes, yes. You know that they crack, like they just they they make each other laugh. They all get along, and I think Dom and Cat, um, like I said, are more you know that like they're really good friends off offset and it's kind of that friendship where you're like there's no attraction there and you guys are just so goofy it's hard to thank and, it yeah i don't know i get the impression that cat has been told one too many times how freaking awesome of an actress she is <laughs> and it's gone to her head so she's not even like trying harder to maybe improve yeah there's always room for improvement you know no matter how good an actor you are so to me 
she's just this typical Disney star who, mm. you know, it's like, uh, I'm so pretty and she like, suffers I'm always from, popular um, and that's she, all I need to do. She suffers from Selena Gomez-itis. Syn syndrome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, I'm sure that, you know, like with any show, actors do get better. The more they understand their characters, the better they get at that's right. and conveying that's them. That's why it's important that they are really well acquainted with the source material, you know. Mm. You need to go in, inside those characters' heads and, I don't know, if they're trying to put their own spin on these characters, like, why, why are you trying to... If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't try and reinvent a character that is so awesome already on paper. Yeah, you know, a lot of... Um, a lot of people involved in the show, a lot of actors and uh, directors don't like to, I just remember this, don't like to read too much. Yeah, they want to. Because they don't want the actors to telegraph stuff that's supposed to happen in the future. Well, that I understand, but at the same time, like, you need to sort of try and, if you are playing a book character, you need to get to know that character. That's mm. true. You need to, like, there There has to be some sort of, I don't know, you need to, you need to, you need to know the, the, the skeleton of that character. And, like, you can build upon then, you can put your little spin on it, you can bring yourself into the role, mm. but this way... You kind of need to know the core. That's right, yeah. that's right. And this way, it kind of seems as though... They are reinventing the characters. <laughs> or they just showed up on set and it's like, okay, your name is Jace and you're like kind of a tough guy, but you're also introverted and you're just really cool. Okay, your name is Clary yeah, and you're points. like, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, know. let's take it from there, kids. Let's improvise. And there are two leads. Two leads need to carry the show. Mm. Two leads are not carrying this show. Or even one. I mean, at the end of the day, it's this like is Clary's, Clary's story. story. Yes. And I want to see Clary tell me that story. I would have, yeah. You know? I think maybe Lead a different actress would have been, uh, you know, yeah. would have done a better job. I mean, it is what it is. There's nothing we can do about no. it now. So let's just move on and talk let's about... Let's talk about how, uh, some of the stuff in the episode. What happened was that... Um, Alec and Izzy have realized that Jason and Clary are missing and they are worried that they got lost forever in some dimension, dimension that they cannot be reached anymore. So, And Alec seems to be kind of, I don't know, taking it a little bit too well. He's kind of like, oh yeah, Jason, Jason may be lost forever. Huh? Is that in this... Sorry to say that, but is that in this episode? Because isn't this episode the one... No, he, he wants court. to find. He, he no, no, no. It he, is. He wants to. He wants to find Jace. Well, I've got like I've got my list here. It says like Alec wants to find Jace, and um, he is like he told uh, Izzy that he's worried that Jace and Clary may be lost forever. But you know how Izzy is on trial. The trial is in the next episode. No, it's not. Isn't it's it? It's in this episode. It's in this episode. I'm white okay let me sure check. of it let me just let me just check 
I don't know. I really hope I'm not being a total turd and mixing this up. Yeah, it is. The, the trial is in this yes. show. You're right, you're right. With yeah. the attorney Magnus and all that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, like, uh, and then... Um, mean and Izzy is in trouble for helping uh she's still in trouble for helping um Melyorn escape so uh, she is going to be tried and is facing the uh the prospect of losing or being stripped of her shadow hunter marks and being exiled because mm -hmm. of what she has done she had broken the the a lot of rules, even by helping uh, Clary kind of go off the book. And, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So, so we've got uh, two storylines. We've got sort of the Izzy and um, the trial, and then we've got Jace and Clary. And then we've got, like, Simon and Luke bonding at, the, at Jade Wolf over being downworlders and how to learn to live with what Simon has become. And Luke is sort of mentoring Simon, you know. With a stake. <laughs> exactly. Into just embracing this new, this change that he's going through and making the most of it. And I liked that conversation. Me too. That was very fatherly and I like, I like where Luke and Simon are going. Mm hmm where their storyline is going, it's very sort of, he, he's a, he, he's kind of a father figure to Simon. Yes. And Simon is going through a lot of self-loathing and thinking that things are never going to be the same, that he is not the same person, that he will never be the same person. He's disgusted with himself. He thinks he's, a, he's monster. a monster. Yeah. He's like, how the hell am I even going to eat in a restaurant? What am I going to order, uh, you know, a meal with a, with a, with a side I of blood? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then, like, this is so funny. Luke tells him to order, like, a, <laughs> a bloody steak. Yeah, or literally, this is like <laughs> a raw steak. A raw steak and to just drink the blood <laughs> while like trying to be normal <laughs> like the way that edward like disposes of the pizza in twilight yeah one of the twilight uh, companion books or something when stephanie meyer was asked how do vampires eat and she's like well they pretend that they are eating pizza and then just discreetly while no one is looking they spit it out where did they spit it out on, on the floor it's you know it's the um it's like that episode of Seinfeld when Jerry's spitting out the um that disgusting with mutton, mutton mutton into the napkins into, into the grandma members that's right napkins. yeah oh guys we're too old for this fucking show like we no we grow up with like we grew Seinfeld up on Seinfeld is and timeless stuff. come on and I didn't grow up in it I only discovered Seinfeld when I was like fifteen yeah that's what's kind of growing up. <laughs> That's the definition of growing up. Well, to me, it wasn't. <laughs> you were growing up way before then. <laughs> to me, like, 15 was, like, old. I know everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Luke teaching Simon to adapt to being a downworlder and kind of ensuring him that no matter what... His and Clary's friendship is going to stay intact. Just look at him. Look, just look at Luke and Jocelyn. No matter what happens, they remain. No matter close. how bad the flashbacks were, no matter they still exactly. remained very good friends. No matter how 
they managed to stay platonic for so long, mm. despite knowing that they are in love with each other. You know, they're yeah. tight. They're tight, man. That's all I that matters. I think it's also just reassuring Simon that he's still the same person. Exactly. That is the bottom you line. You know, it's like you still are a good guy. You still have a heart. You still have feelings. Exactly. You, you know, that's not going to go away. Being a downworlder is just a small part of who you are. Yeah. It is not entirely who you are. You are still Simon. Exactly. And that was a really nice message. Well executed, I thought. I liked the conversation, yeah. And I mean, again, uh, the reason, probably the main reason I liked it is because we had two excellent actors just killing it. Exactly, exactly. And, oh yeah, we forgot to mention that Jace is still um, dying from the demon poison from the previous episode. episode. So they, they need to get him help. Michael Wayland and Clary need to get Jay's help as soon as possible, otherwise he's going to die, because uh, the Irate doesn't work on the demon poison of this particular, because it was, uh, I don't know, it's written by a fucking... By a super demon. Super demon, yeah. And um, they get vampire blood? No, they yeah no they go to the plan is to go to Raphael to yeah. Hotel de More and to get one of the blood bags that he the needs ba- a transfusion he needs a blood transfusion okay. which like holy shit never happens in the books no way way like blood transfusion are you fucking kidding me they would have called Magnus they would have called Silent Brothers. Silent Brothers would have performed their rituals because their magic is so powerful. They would have been the ones that are like able to cure Jace of the demon poison. And that is what normally is, happens. And here he is, like getting cured, old school, basically like the way that we get cured, just the human, normal human yes. way with the blood transfusion. It's just insane. Like if there was ever a moment when Silent Brothers should have been called mm-hmm. to help. This was it. Jace just needed Silent Brothers to to cure him because that is what they do. But I guess I don't know. The argument can be made that maybe Michael Whelan did not want to um, have Silent Brothers around, which would have been nice if it was mentioned because they would be able to tell that he is not actually. Can Michael I just Wayland. say that? See a lot of those things just Can like I just say so this? many so many fucking holes. From the second he got out of the closet out of that closet. It's like, hey Valentine, how you doing? Exactly. <laughs> like not you just knew it was Valentine. And I mean it got telegraphed when um is it oh man, is it Lydia? Yes. When Lydia walked into the institute as Valentine That's and right. showed us that they can shapeshift. Shapeshifting rune. That was so, the whole point of the shapeshifting rune. Not to mention that Michael Wayland was literally talking exactly like Valentine. He he was almost going, look at me, look at me, Can you, can't you see I'm Valentine? Wink, wink. Wink, wink. <laughs> yes. Totally. Signals, signals, people. <laughs> Totally. I mean, just look at that uh, sort of training boxing session that he has with them. And if that uh, if that wasn't enough, he went. He was going on and on and on about Valentine's love for Jocelyn. <laughs> yes. He was like, well, no, but you don't understand. He never I, heard her. 
Valentine loved your mom. He always wanted you to save family. He loved her so much. He still does. Mm -hmm. He may have tortured me for years and years and years. You know, I may have been his captive in this fucking broom closet, but I'm still going to put in a good word for the guy. <laughs> yeah, you know? totally. You know, I still want him to, to get his to get his chick. Yeah. Like, that was so ridiculous. Oh, come on. And then, the, the you know, when he's training Jace, he's going on about how... You know, Clary, he's pussy. She, what exactly. The fuck? You're pussy whipped. Exactly. So. That was cruel. No, no surprises. Everything. No surprises for me with the Valentine re reveal. No. Reveal. Re Everybody, revival. Reveal. Revival. <laughs> Everybody knew it, like, ahead of time. Everybody, like. Well, see, I didn't know it due to spoilers or anything like that. I just knew it due to the poor execution That's of... That's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. It wasn't like, oh my God moment, you know? Mm, mm. So, yeah. Um, and Jace is like telling him how much he wants to kill Valentine for what he had done to... And he's like, no, actually, when you think about it... It makes sense. He had sense. his reasons. <laughs> he fed me. He only beat me like a few times a day when I was... When I was especially naughty, and if you remember, Jace, I used to beat the shit out of you. You know, it's just the way that we raise our tough shadow hunter boys. Remember that falcon thing? That's right. I did that for your own good. Yeah. <laughs> I killed your pets for your own good. Good. <laughs> and what, you, what have you learned? What have you learned? First girl that comes your way, you fall in love with. Yeah. And she's already, but you're already completely pussy whipped and you're crying pretty much in every single episode <laughs> and in every single scene so they are, they are able to transport back into our world and con and uh, go and see Raphael and uh, Clary needs human blood and so that was a great exchange uh, just because Raphael is such a intriguing character he is he was sort of you know um giving them a hard time of like, oh, you need my help, do you? Playing cat and mouse. Yeah. But you knew that, you, that he was going to help them in the Oh, end. of course. Because, like, Raphael's a good guy. Yeah. At his core, he's a good guy, so... Okay, there's there was also the first mention of the subjugates, which are, um, for those who don't know, are the humans that have not been turned into vampires but are serving as pretty much uh, vampire blood bags. blood bags. That's right. And then, like, after, after uh, a while, they become so subservient to the vampires that they, they just do whatever uh, the vamp their master tells them and, like, they voluntarily give their blood to their... Do they get uh, the some kind of a promise at the start, though? Like, if, Probably, if you yes, do they this, do. I, will they turn do. I will turn you eventually. Yeah. And then, like, after, I don't know, after a century of desiccation, <laughs> and they probably, like, start doubting it a little bit. But like, when you're 90 years old, I'm going to think about it, And, okay? like, shit is falling off of you. Like, yeah. You're falling apart, literally. <laughs> but they, like, at the same time, what happens is that they, it's like magic, you know? They almost get drugged. They're completely, their will is yeah, taken away from them. Because so the blood is like a, a drug. drug. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So, hopefully there's going to be more um, 
focus on subjugates in the next season of Just Shadow one Hunters. question though. This blood. Yeah. If a vampire drinks it, is that is it gonna drug him as well or it has no effect on which, the vampires? Which blood though? The the vampire blood that is like a drug. Oh I'm sure that like when vampires are exchanging blood amongst each other that there is some sort of like an orgy where they're (laughs) druggy sexual kind of you know element to it yeah you know that like it's always like the blood drinking is just subjects for sex exactly yeah yeah, yeah. it's a metaphor for sex yeah so definitely definitely so simon blackmails Raphael um into helping jace (laughs) <laughs> and what the fuck? Like, how do you do that, Simon? Like, he became sort of, like, really, really um, quickly, Simon became cocky. Absolutely. Like, he, um, after that conversation with Luke, it was like, man, I own this joint and <laughs> yes. I'm going to be the lead vampire here. Like, you're going to help me. Yeah. You know? And that's all there is to it. So, um,. Raphael kind of gets impressed with um, Simon's cojones. <laughs> yeah, with Simon's sass. And he wants <laughs> he wants Simon for an advisor, which is really funny. Oh, so yeah, Simon that's is moving right. up in the vampire ranks. Yeah. Do they have advisors in the book? Um, no, 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 no. There's a, there's a huge, huge amount of animosity between Raphael and Simon. And Raphael actually, like, spends the majority of the first three books taunting Simon and it's never like really like it's never vicious vicious but it's like he fucks with his head he fucks with his head yeah maybe maybe I prefer this he doesn't he doesn't really help him transition into being a a stable vampire yeah exactly I think I prefer the way they're doing in the show yeah he doesn't mentor him that's for sure that's for sure. Meanwhile, the trial is commencing in the Institute because um, the Inqui- Inquisitor Herondale enters the scene. Now, she's a very uh, prominent character in the books. Right. And she's a very, very... Uh, <laughs> she's very intimidating. Scary. She's an intimidating presence. She's freaking scary. She's cold. She's fucking, like... It's almost like it's almost like she's a she's a shadow hunter version of a boogeyman. You, you don't want to mess with her. That's, that's all right. I'm going to say. And she's got intense hatred for Jace. Oh, he, is that oh right? Oh my God, she's got such intense hatred for Jace. I hope that we're gonna see more of that as the show. Um, come when the show progresses. Returns yeah, in, yeah. In season two, but yeah. Uh, Isabel is basically on trial for treason, and yeah, <laughs> that was very funny when uh, when the Inquisitor Herondale enters the scene. It's almost like the evil queen from from um, Snow White. Oh, once White. upon a time, yeah, yeah. Honestly, like with the whole almost like floating and everything. Yes, yes, <laughs> <laughs> and um, she's not into flaccid um, insurgents. She and she is pissed at Lydia, right? Because clearly Lydia did not fulfill her mandate. She failed, right? Because all this shit went down when Lydia 
after Lydia came to the institute, she was supposed to, um, you know, set him straight and yeah, and restore but I mean, order. But but Lydia is still the one that um, sort of wanted the trial. That uh, oh yeah, yeah. She so tried she tried to do whatever she could. But yeah, like you can't control people when they're like plotting behind your back and everybody's doing their own thing. And so she did instigate this whole court. Thing. Well, the trial, like yeah. she needed to report back to Idris and let them know what was going on, and that's the reason why the Inquisitor came. Because she's like, been quite, she's been quite tough. Like she has been, she has really tried, Lydia. Yeah, I mean, what else could she do? What else could she? I do? mean, she's sweetening as she gets to know the characters. That's right. Yeah. She becomes more sympathetic towards mm -hmm. them. She doesn't. She goes from being sour to sweetened. Exactly, and you know how um the whole thing with her and Alec think like say when they're saying like oh maybe it's your your mine and yours destiny to bring our families together yeah to strengthen the you know the part their their position in in the clave yeah but yeah um we commence with the trial th that's right um <laughs> and of course who's um who's Izzy's lawyer. <laughs> None other oh than... Oh, my God. Mac... Alec, okay? Yeah. Alec asks Magnus to be Izzy's defense attorney. And that is like, lol. Loophole central, <laughs> because that never fucking happens. It was funny. Oh, it but, was hilarious. But it never happens. And he'll do it if he can do Alec. Basically, that is what he said. I'll do it if I can do you. Yeah. Which Magnus would never do. Magnus has got so much more self-respect. I mean, that to and me... And respect for Alec. That he, to me meant that Magnus has no love for Alec, that he just wants him because he's hot, and he's just going to be another notch on his belt. That's and right. That's he just wants to use him for sex. Yeah. And I really did not like that at all. Same. Magnus and Alec have got a... Their relationship develops emotionally. Yeah, I want to see them you falling know? in love. Exactly. And, you know, the, the, there, is a de there is a physical attraction from the get-go, but it is definitely not at the forefront. And it, it is definitely not as blatant as, I will do you a favor if I can fuck you. You know, but and we kind of had a similar... Uh, situation with um Izzy and Meliorn uh, you know and people we had comments just judging Izzy that she's being like you know she's... like a prostitute and all these kind of stuff yeah that she's prostituting herself for, for the information but that she wants but you could tell that these two people have got feelings for each other like yes. genuine feelings who uh, Izzy and Meliorn yes that's right they do they do have they definitely have a bond it is not love but they do have feelings for each other mm. and it's not just physical they're there, there is, for each other kind of thing yes i mean it is a mutually beneficial relationship which is not purely based on sex yeah so and magnus and alec seem like they are they're a shadow yeah of, oh, there's this kind of a shadow of of izzy's and melian's relationship Yet we're supposed to believe and that there's no this one's big love happening, mm. you know? No, it doesn't work for me. Sorry. No. It's just, it doesn't, you haven't shown me at all 
why these two characters should ca uh, should care for each other apart from the fact that they happen to be the only two gay characters in the show yeah. at the moment so let's just put them together yeah and uh, apart from the fact that they happen to be sexually attracted to one another and but the reason they're sexually very, attracted very little to do with love and the reason they're sexually attracted to one another is hey because they happen to be two gay characters on the show <laughs> yeah I mean, it's a little bit on the nose. Oh, hell's yeah. Like I said, it's, it's you know, it's gay bait. And, I mean, it has a lot to do with the fa with um, the renewal for season two. Exactly. Because we have all these uh, Malik shippers just, you know, going crazy about, yeah. you know, this couple. But it's not enough for me, people. I'm same. sorry. Same, same. Not even close to enough. Yeah, so, yeah, I didn't, I really didn't like that. Didn't like uh, Alex saying that to, um, and then it's so stupid, like, uh, he settles for Alex Bow and Quiver instead, like, what for? I think just to sort of get to him, as in, like, he knows that that's, like, almost like an extension of his Yeah, it's like, body, you're my bitch, like, either way. Yeah, yeah, exactly, like, if I can't fuck you... I'm, I'm going to take away you. something that's a part of you. Yes. It's kind of almost like also a metaphor for a For penis. like I've taken, exactly, I've taken your cock and... That's right. Yeah. And I'm going to store it in a box. Until, yeah. For as long as I I've feel. I've castrated you and you yeah, have to do me like, favors until... Yeah. yeah. No, nah, I didn't like that at all. Didn't like that at all. So It yeah, was mean. It was it was very mean and manipulative and yes Magnus can be very manipulative but he's cheeky and he would not do that to a person that he has genuine feelings towards so it did not make sense to me no he would have been like flirty and maybe said like well what can you do for me mm. you know and like maybe a date or something, you know yeah, what I mean? Something, something more mild. Yeah. But not like, don't go for sexual favors right away. Yeah, that's yeah, nothing, no, Nothing's going to impress a guy more than another guy telling him, oh, you need my help? Well, oh, fuck yeah. And that's, you know, no problem. You got to give me a blowjob. It's like the gym that's teacher. Right. I'm going to give you good grades if you give me a blowjob. Oh, my God. Yeah, honestly, no. Nah. Did not like that. But moving on. Um, Clary voices her uh, suspicion about Michael Wayland to... Uh, yeah, the Clary, uh, Clary and Jace and Michael Wayland get together with Luke. And Luke is like completely fucking shocked to see Michael Wayland alive. And you can tell that Luke is suspicious. And Clary also voices her suspicion about Michael Wayland. Clary's to, to actually the smart one in yes, this episode. Exactly. Exactly. And she figures that something doesn't match from the stories that Michael to Wayland told them. She figures that um, if Michael Wayland had died 20 years ago the way that Jace had experienced it, how would he know that Jocelyn was pregnant with uh, with Clary when she fled? Because what he says to Clary is, 
Jocelyn, uh, uh, Valentine loved well, not, Jocelyn. Not that she was pregnant with Clary, that she was pregnant. That she was pregnant, yeah. that's right. And he said to uh, Clary, you have no idea how much um, Valentine loved your mother and he lo he would have loved you too. Like he was, uh, he was devastated when she left, pre when she was, she's been, look he's been looking for you ever since your mom left because he knew that he had another child. Mm with Jocelyn and yeah he loves you like Dude, I said he, totally he, was, loves he was screaming from a mountaintop I am Valentine can't you see that I'm your daddy I've got this can you hear this cracking on this in, mic yeah it's the it's the it's this. the wires yeah. sorry about that guys yeah it's this cord it's my headphones sorry <laughs> guys so yeah I don't know like um yeah Clary's completely sus and doesn't like the fact that um, he's he belittles Jace and she's actually using her brain stinks. and yes. trying to putting figure two, out what's happening. Putting two and two together, and then Michael Wayland finds out that Clary's got the cup. Yep, and he starts to become very very interested in the cup. He has an orgasm when he finds out, as if we didn't like, as if he wasn't acting suspiciously. Yeah. Enough already. <laughs> He's like, yeah, maybe if you give me the cup, it's gonna be safer with me because mm. you know, like, I've spent so much time with Valentine. Like, I know where he's gonna look, you know, I know where he's gonna look for the cup. I'm gonna put it up my ass. That's that's somewhere he's never gonna look up my ass. <laughs> no, put it in my, you know, people put, put stuff in their shoe. I'll just put it in my shoe. That's right, that's right. So uh, the trial at the institute begins and Magnus is sworn in <laughs> he's his lawyer <laughs> and he makes his case that Izzy is innocent and points out that the trial is about the cup and not Izzy. The fact that Clary disappeared with the cup and he says, put the, why don't you put the cup on trial? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, he was very, very sassy. Exactly. I mean, Harry connects, right? Do we agree with that? Yes. That Harry connect. Oh yes. Yeah. That was like that was one of my favorite performances. Of yeah. His Same. Thus far, uh, Inquisitor isn't as authoritative as like I've noticed this as she should be. Like shadow hunters are not just angels, you know. Like fear makes them cruel, and they'll turn on each other. Yeah. But um. I don't know, she kind of, even though she was sitting on that throne, you know, and acting like she's all fucking scary and Just she's... Mental. Uh, exactly. Yeah. She didn't come across as, a, like, the book Inquisitor is very, uh, like... Well, she, she was so, really... She's so frightening. Honestly. Well, well but, but the show... She won't budge. Uh, in the show, she was willing to hear the argument. That's right. She's a lot more flexible, whereas in the book, it would be like, it is my word, and you cannot sway me. I prefer, and I prefer if she's more reasonable. I guess. She's still intimidating as hell, but... Yeah. 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 That throne was so stupid, if you ask me, like, that angel throne, you know? Oh, okay. Is that something... I don't know, that like... was invented for the show? Well, it kind of just looks stupid. It's almost like, I don't know, it's almost like that there is a uh, a ruler of the Institute, whereas, like, the Lightwoods as a family are 
just in charge of the institute. It's not like it's the institute is a fucking kingdom. Well, I mean, it's did, not you, like a did game you take of that trial seriously for one second? No, but like that's the whole thing. Like so, putting that throne there as well was just like an extra cringe yeah. factor. You know what I mean? Yeah. With the with the angelic rune and I don't know. It was just like. Where was this throne all all, all this time? <laughs> Do they like store it in a in, yeah. in a closet in the back <laughs> in the backstage? <laughs> it was in backstage. The yeah. We just bring it out for special occasions for weddings and trials and funerals, <laughs> and maybe. Funerals. <laughs> um, they rent it out. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's a rental. So basically, yeah. But can I say though that to me it was. Just mind-blowing, unbelievable, what the fuck, the way that Lydia suddenly changed her mind. Oh, yeah. And was all like, she's innocent, we shouldn't do these things. Magnus blah, blah. is right. Yeah, it was what bizarre. I, we are not just angels, we're not just cruel, we are people, and loyalty matters, and what these people have is loyalty, and that should be... That is a quality that we should focus on, and that is a virtue. And you guys, you know, she's not, she was, what she was doing is she was helping her family and she was helping her friends, and that is what we should be about. We should not be all about just doing shit in the name of Clave if it's wrong. It's like the p prosecutor suddenly deciding that he does not want to prosecute the murderer. Yeah, it's like, I've changed my mind. Mind, yeah. Now that I think about it, she had every right to murder her husband because he was cheating on her. <laughs> you know? Yes. And um, one thing that I did like, though, is that we did see a lot of um, love between Izzy and Alec in this episode, even yes. though they, they disagreed. Yes. And so, that is that, that's a that's a bond that's that existing bond from the books. Izzy and Alec are extremely close. They are best friends as well as siblings. They would like there's no question that they would die for each other. They got each other's back even when they disagree. And I love the fact that they can you know disagree and then still come together when it comes to a greater sort of um, threat or well, something like that. That's what, like, that's what family and, like, that's what being siblings should really be about. Mm. I mean, how many times do you and I fight? Oh, and, yeah. But when it comes to, like, if anyone, I don't know, like, if anyone was giving you shit... If I was on trial. If you were on trial, <laughs> my God, like, I'd forget that you're fucking misplacing my, my makeup and being a, a bitch. You'd forget that I'm a cranky asshole in the morning yep. and don't want to talk. It would all be forgiven. coffee. <laughs> oh, totally. So, so what did you think of... I don't know if I'm jumping to... Yeah, yeah, we're, am not, I? we're not done yet. Because oh, I was going to say the way that the episode sort no, of No, we need to talk about them going to the Randwick, to the Randwick Island. Well, that is, that's what I'm talking about. That is sort of, you know... Uh, the, you mean the, the climax of yes. the episode. Okay, so they decide... Um, Michael Whalen says to Luke and Clary and Jace, Jace gets better because of the blood transfusion that he could have fucking gotten. Human, uh, by the way, human. Uh, yeah, because suddenly human blood heals what angel blood cannot heal. Yeah. And human blood, the poison did you know that, that is like so 
potent. That's right. Gets cured by human blood. Yeah. Not angel blood. No. So this, like, by, by this logic, humans are more powerful than shadow hunters because human blood can cure demon demon bites. Yeah. That angel blood, blood cannot uh, counteract. That, it yeah. makes no sense. It would have been so much more kind of creepier, especially with what we find out in the end, if... Michael Wayland was giving him a trans like a exactly. blood, you know. He could have suggested like, or if if um if Clary was giving him blood, that just would have been like totally like a zinger for you know, for exactly. for the last for for exactly. the big reveal. Exactly, but it's like honestly, man, he could have said like I don't know. Valentine has done so many experiments on me because he says to Jason Clary, he says, uh, Valentine has experimented on me for like. For so many years now that, uh, I don't know, like I've got like some extra powers or whatever the fuck he's saying. Mm -hmm. He could have like, I don't know, he could have offered a, a more original idea on how, like, to, on cure how, on how to cure Jace than mm. like that, that human blood transfusion was so stupid. Like, let's just call it what it was. Yeah. It was fucking stupid. It was insane. Just like I said, I don't know the books and I just went... Huh? Nah. It would be, like I said to you, when the Arazi doesn't work, when whatever they've got, like, in the infirmary, in the institute doesn't work, they call, they call the Silent Brothers. And the Silent Brothers are, like, the healers, as well as, you know... And I still haven't gotten that uh, from the show. What I've gotten from the show so far is that the Silent Brothers are, like, judgmental assholes who, who have no problem, you know devouring someone if they do the right thing do the wrong thing they're very scary silent brothers they're not to be fucked with but they have a role you know and it all works well with the you know with the with the law and with the clave mm. and you know they're there for for the shadow hunters best interests so did not understand that at all how they were not called upon and then if that didn't work in the end they would call on Magnus and ask him to try and use his magic. You would magic. think that they would call Magnus first. Immediately. Yeah. But I guess because they were like, I don't know, because uh, they were lost in, because they were in Chernobyl, because they found Michael Wayland. And yeah, they, they, I guess they were the running emotions out of time. But if they were running out of time, yeah. they still had time to go to ran to to Raphael. Yeah. And, and instead get of the, like the a blood. wizard to or to warlock to just come and click his fingers. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Like but all. Oh, but he was busy with the trial, though. Yeah. So. But he could have like. <laughs> he. I mean, if he had enough time to like play mind games with Alec and take his bow and quiver, he would have been able to. I don't know. Cure send Jace. a telegraph of magic. <laughs> I mean, they could have sent him a fire message. You know how. Oh like, yeah, that's right. Hello, Dusty. <laughs> Dusty. If you heard that, that's our beautiful pussycat, Dusty. She's underneath the window and she's mm -hmm. uh, crying because she's hungry. <laughs> and because she'd like to come inside and have yeah. a cuddle. So, yeah. We uh, go to the Randwick. They go to the Randwick Island because apparently, according to Michael Wayland, he knows where Valentine and his a demonic army are hiding. They're hiding in this abandoned um, mental hospital. Where um, they're going to ambush him, mm -hmm. and 
Jace is going to be able to kill him because of because he's got beef with him because of what he has done to Michael Whalen. Of course. And, and everyone else everyone that he's else. terrorized. That's right. So, um, Clary separates herself. Yes, she separates herself from the group because suddenly she's the only one with a brain. Yes. And does not believe Michael Wayland at all. Yes. And decides that she's going to go and look for a... Look, look for Valentine herself while they're fighting off Valentine's army in front of the mental institution, which there is only like I don't know, three uh, D, Pangborn <laughs> no. and uh, or Blackwell or whoever the fuck is the one that that's alive that Valentine didn't kill in Chernobyl with with that. Is that the hot blonde guy? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And. Um, yeah, they go inside, and Clary goes inside, and she. Um, does, does she find her mother? Does she find her mother first? Or Flo does she know she in the air? Yeah, she finds her mother in a room. Jocelyn is in a coma and she is floating in the air, unresponsive, and Larry is so happy that she found her, but she keeps. Um, she keeps, they keep looking for Valentine and, sorry guys, I'm so all over the shop with this fucking uh, podcast, like this is so Well, next awful. time don't do a podcast when you're drunk, okay? I'm not drunk, I just haven't seen the episode for a long time, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like relying on my notes You're here, riffing! I'm riffing, yeah, this is going to be super fucking boring, I don't care. <laughs> so, well, the whole, I mean, she has found, Clary yes. has found what she was looking for all along, which is her, her mother, mom, thing. and Finally. she tries to communicate with her, but like She's you said, Jocelyn in some kind of a coma sleep. Well, Jocelyn appears to be in her own bubble. <laughs> That's right. She's literally in a bubble. She's a bubble bubble girl. Yes. <laughs> and be But also because Clary knows that Michael... Waylon stinks. She decides to. Uh, she has a showdown with him where she, um, where she basically. Uh, well, she figures him out, and she comes. Right. She comes into the room and just. He comes into the room and he and she's like, "Where? Where's Valentine?" No, she goes. Doesn't she, she go into the? She goes into the room and she pulls the cup out and goes, uh, "Oh, because they're the demons. The Valentine's demons appear outside and they're fighting Luke and the werewolves." That's right. And she takes the cup out and goes, "I command all the demons that you stop, stop. fighting and you listen to me. I command the, which is like really fucking stupid. You cannot command demons with the cup." <laughs> That is another invention oh, of boy. the show. Like, you cannot command demons with a cup. This cup, cup is just useless. The cup, basically, all the cup does is... Sit on a table. Has, <laughs> has, like, the cup is used to mix stuff in it, to mix angel blood with human blood, and... It's one of the... Is that one of the... Hunters. It's one of the instruments, yeah? It's one of the mortal instruments, yeah. that's right. And alone, the cup does jack shit. Well, you can drink from it. Yeah, you can always get drunk, that's true. <laughs> so, yeah, she commands the demons, and I don't know how she figured out how to do it, like, so quickly. Yeah. It all came to her suddenly. Yeah, that was a bit of a, a, a kind of... 
Yeah, and she was commanding all these invisible low-budget demons that you could just see like little shadows. You know what it reminded me of? The movie what? Ghost. Do you know how when the bad guys die, those little kind of sucked into the shadowy, creepy... You yeah. know those little shadowy, creepy things that yeah. would come but and you do know what? devour. I the... don't mind like bad mm. special effects. I really don't. If the story is good, <laughs> yeah, if it's you could have puppets, <laughs> and true. I wouldn't care. <laughs> good point. Honestly, yeah, point. That's absolutely true. And um, <laughs> and my and and Michael's like, no, come on, give me the cup. Give <laughs> yeah. me the cup. I'm a, I'm I'm a pro at this girl. <laughs> you don't know what you don't know what's like. You don't know how to deal with this cup. <laughs> you know, it's very complicated. So let me deal with the cup, girl. And she goes, ah ah ah. You don't, you don't get to do that, cause guess what? No, she gives him the cup, doesn't she? She gives him the cup. <laughs> she gives him the cup, and he finally reveals that he's Valentine and tries to, I don't know, kill them with the cup. And she goes, "You're not the only one that can do glamour." She gives him the cup, and cause he reveals himself to her. He does that rune thing and reveals himself to her. To both of them. To both of them. And he takes the cup and goes, I command, uh, 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 the, the, my uh, d- demons, I command you attack my enemies. Mm. And nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing is happening. And he's got this, like, stupefied look on his face, thinking what the hell is happening. And... Um, Clary's like, knock it off, father of the year. <laughs> I cast the glamour on this cup. This ain't even the real deal. That's right. And he reveals, Valentine reveals to Jace and Clary that they are siblings. Yeah. Which is the main reveal of the episode. Which they, like I said, take very, very well. Well, Jace kind of loses it and has a go at Valentine and wants to kill him, but he can't do it. Yeah. Like, he cannot do it. He does not have But once they're shame. back in the Institute, like, Jace is in his room crying and Clary's just like, don't worry about it, man. It's like, there's, you know, in Sweden, brothers and sisters kiss all the time. It's like a normal thing, you know? They <laughs> do it everywhere. Su- didn't say Sweden. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, there are countries where brothers and sisters get married. I mean, it's not like we grew up together. That's right. Technically, we don't know each other, so it doesn't matter that we're That's related. Right. She but was very chill about it. She was extremely chill mm. about it. But and, and Valentine wanted them to, like, all live together and be a fa- happy family. <laughs> and you could see that Jace was, like, so torn between leaving with Valentine and staying with Clary. Mm. And that's why he couldn't kill him. Valentine created a portal to go to wherever... To he, go back to Chernobyl, Wherever maybe? he's going to be hiding next. And... Um, Jace is devastated. They're back at the Institute, and Jace is moping in his room. He's hating himself. He's blaming himself for having feelings for his sister. He is blaming himself for not having Seen the guts, yeah. and for not having the guts to kill Valentine, mm. for not being able to like stab him through the heart. 
and do what he was planning on doing all along and he realizes that Valentine still has a hold over him mm. and did uh, you Lydia, find did you find sorry to interrupt mm-hmm. did you find Clary's reaction to the it reveal a, it was quite flippant very kind of nonchalant yes and just, I did okay. I did like in in the book, Clary freaks out and goes, "No, it's not fucking true. You're mm. just doing this to poison his mind. This is fucking bullshit. You're not my father. Mm. There is no way that you're my father." And she goes, "Jace, he's just he's just fucking with you. Can't you see?" Like, and I mean, she does say true, that, but but it's a lot more intense. It's yeah. a lot more emotional, and you know, like both Clary and Jace are like fighting tears and screaming and you know having this real breakdown like i said a scene a reveal which should have given me so many feels exactly that i'd be depressed for like a week oh you know their relationship was not really like you weren't invested in their relationship really from the get-go as you should have been exactly it was you know more subtlety more chemistry less pashing would have helped yeah honestly yeah less pashing should have helped would have helped and yeah like you know it's the the reveal changes both jace and clary like you can tell in from the books in the books you can tell that like they're both not the same people anymore. It is very awkward to interact with each other and they're avoiding each other afterwards. You know, they just mm-hmm. showed like in the in a, in this episode they just showed Clary immediately coming into Jason's <laughs> yeah, room. Yeah, and be like, "Come on, it's buddy. It's okay. Like yeah. we can just be best friends. Let's you bash know? again. Actually, we don't have to be a couple, but <laughs> we can still hang out together. But before we do that, can we just like?" Bash get the again, just yeah. to make sure that we don't feel it. Let's just have sex and anymore. just get it over and done with. Yeah, it was kind of like it was underwhelming and blah, you know. I didn't feel like she didn't convey any emotion. And you know, uh, Alec is still a jerk to Jace. He tells Jace that he sacrificed. He almost sacrificed this his life for Clary, mm. which only adds to Jace's like feeling of failure and self-loathing. And Jace does realize that, yes, his feelings towards Clary have clouded his judgment. Right. And he thinks that he should have known that she's his sister, that he wasn't paying attention or whatever. Yeah, he got carried away. That's right, because God forbid, you know, being a young man... That you'd be attracted to a girl, a girl. yeah, no, it and doesn't happen. And you had happen. no idea that she's your sister and yeah. should have known all these things. So, yeah, Jace, that kind of is a Jace characteristic where he blames himself and holds himself responsible for a lot more than he's supposed to hold himself responsible for. You does know, he usually he like the go head first into like he does think later kind of thing? you know he he does well he thinks he has like he in it sounds good in his in his mind in his head the idea when he has an idea but he goes at it alone mm. and kind of worries about the consequences later that's what i mean you know? yeah and usually like he, he will go he will, he will go and self self sacrifice alone he doesn't want to endanger any of his loved ones uh lives you know yeah so he will go and like whatever danger he's facing he want he's gonna go and face it alone mm. he's 
he is that kind of a guy. He he's self-destructive. He feels that he deserves, you know. Obviously, because be he punished. was raised sort of with that. With that exactly in, ingrained in, stole, in him. exactly mm. ingrained in him that that kind of feeling of of never being good enough, of being yeah. worthless, of not deserving to be loved, of not deserving to have a falcon. To even have a falcon, <laughs> not deserving to like have uh, to to form bonds with other people. That he's a soldier, that he needs to be rational, that he shouldn't be, shouldn't have feelings. Yeah, shouldn't you know let his emotions cloud his judgment and all that. I mean, most other hunters are kind of like you know operating that way anyway. But with Jace, like it's extra strong. Yeah. Definitely. So yeah, like um, Jocelyn is also in the institute. She's Yay, safe, but she comatose to girl. Back. That's yes. right. And Luke is really happy to have her back. And you know, they don't know how to get her out, but she's she's with them, and they're gonna try everything to exactly to get her exactly. out. Exactly, it's a step. It's one step closer to. To actually, to, 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 to basically, uh, to Clary's goal, to Clary's yes. initial goal, she just wanted to find her mom. That's right, and now she realizes that that was just, you know, that is just part of the Absolutely. bigger picture. And um, Jace, uh, Jace asks uh, Clary how she was able to. He was also asking her like. I'm so fucking stupid. I wasn't able to tell that it's Valentine. How were you able to tell that it's Valentine? Mm. You see how, like, look at me. I'm so fucking useless. You were able to tell that And it's like you, you're just emotional about it. Like, of course you didn't realize because you wanted your father back. Exactly. And he, like, he blames himself for letting the, uh, Valentine escape again. Yeah. Should have killed him, should have killed him, should have killed him. And she's like, don't be so fucking hard on yourself. Like, you know, give yourself a break. It's a huge shock. Exactly. Yeah. So you, you were, you know, you were tricked. So. And, I mean, you saw the man. You saw your father. and this, this, Of course. Like. You just don't think when that happens. You had a normal reaction. And, um, yeah. And then Mag Magnus and Alec have that awkward moment where Magnus refuses uh, to, when Alec brings him his bow and Magnus, Magnus refuses. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, he brings it back to Alec and says he doesn't want it. Yeah. So Alec is like, well, what the but fuck was I the point of everything? If I have you, I don't want Oh, my this. God, that was so cheesy and cringe. Yeah. Oh, my God, that was so cringy. If I can't have you, I don't want your penis. Yes. It's like, my God, dude, you don't even know me. We haven't even gone out on a date. What do you mean if you can't have me? Like, what the fuck? Like, you're coming on just a little bit too strong. Like I said, I would totally get it if they were, like, in this bubble, uh, you know, fighting these demons and they spent... Uh, you know how you, like, when you spent a when you week go straight together. Or when you spent a week straight with someone, That's you right. end up, it, 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 it's the almost quality, like three months. It's the quality of the time. Yeah. Versus, you know, the quantity. But exactly. they haven't spent quality time no. together. No, no. To even know each other. Unless there's a deleted scene of them, you know, well, ha I, having... I don't want the deleted scene. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, when I'm watching my show, I usually kind of, like, go like this. Oh, 
I am seeing what I'm supposed to be seeing. Exactly. I'm yeah. not gonna like be waiting for the DVD release with deleted scenes to <laughs> fill these fucking gaping loopholes. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Call me or crazy. Try, try to fill them in yourself. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You gotta yeah. help the show, Mina. You gotta help the show. Yeah, you gotta fill in these gaps. I'm not gonna do the show's job <laughs> for it. Sorry. Like, the show's supposed to satisfy me. I'm supposed to walk away from every episode, like, looking forward to the next episode. There's always gonna be episodes that are gonna be like, ah, oh, yeah, this one was not as good as the others. But mm. there's still always something, you know? And I don't know, like, I'm still, like, please stop being so fucking, please stop forcing these fucking relationships down our throats, you know? Let us, let us kind of, like, arrive at, at that conclusion ourselves. Let us want to see people together as opposed to you just, like, pairing them up already and just serving them up and creating these ships and the ship names. That's why I said there should have never been an episode called Malik in the first season. There is a fucking, like, next episode. Yeah. Next episode is called Malik. I mean, what does that tell you? Exactly. It's Jesus. Just, it's like we're doing this for the fans that want these two guys together. And really, that's what the show's about. And it's like, with the way you have, with the way you have created these two characters... And the scenes that they have had together. I don't even understand why fans would want them t together already. Because mm, all they've had, like, is a one-sided kind of flirtation from Magnus. Yes, and he's, like, you know, sexual remarks yeah. and all that kind of stuff. It's very sexual. You know, usually when you are developing feelings for another person, you're not going to sort of um, talk too much about how hot they are to them. Or, well, attraction you know, is a part of it, but you got to want to spend time with yeah. them and like get to know and them. You, you're going to want to let them know that there is feelings there as exactly. well. Exactly. You know? If you and tell I guess, them you want to fuck them, chances are you're going to come across as somebody who only wants to get laid and the person is not really going to take you seriously. Mm. I guess he showed... You know, some feelings when he gave his um, bow and arrow back or what, whatever. He, mm -hmm. um, um, you know, so that that's progress. But it's kind of like you're marrying Lydia. And if I can't have you, I don't want anything. And Alec is almost like, man, fucking leave Lydia and I alone. We're like together, dude. Like you have some issues and I don't you're even know. You're stalking me, man. Yeah, I don't even know what... what what you're talking about here yeah, yeah. and please like i am so i'm trying so hard not to be gay molly uh, 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 magnus you're not helping the exactly. situation exactly okay you know what they like uh we were talking about before like how you know uh shows usually at the endings they make you want to watch at the endings what am at i even the, talking about at the end of an episode at the end of an episode you kind of crave the last episode and that is one thing that Shadowhunters does does do well. Does do well. Does well. What, <laughs> what is the fact that you do? I do like if, for example, if I could have if I could have binged this entire show, I would want to see the next episode immediately 
Well, yeah, because they do have these. They do not only that; they do create these interesting cliffhangers at the end of every episode that make you want to see what happens. You think? Yes. Well, um, I, I, that's my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what was what? But to wait for a week for it, however, no. Kind of gets like stay. And I mean, this is a bad example because this episode's cliffhanger was basically that's why just I was surprised. Jay's moaning and yeah, yeah. That's why I was surprised. Yeah, that he said it. I don't know. But anyway, let's get into the moment of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Moment of the week. Moment of the week. Oh yeah. Alrighty, so. Despite all of the sort of um, trial stuff, and we've done a lot of moments of the week with Magnus, you know, being the main guy, and I just mm-hmm. wanted to do something different this time because... Mm-hmm. Reasons. Reasons. So, here it is. I did. Why can't we just take what we need and leave? If we were transfusing goat blood, no problem, but human blood? It's against the accords. Surprised you know that much. Why do you keep doing that to me? If you worked on controlling your enhanced senses as you should, you wouldn't be surprised. Clary, you really have to stop barging in here. Sorry, Raphael. You need blood. So I've heard. Human blood. Why are those rules for downwaters stop being such a big deal when you need our help? Que lastima. No can do. I love love Raphael. Yeah. He is like he is one of the highlights oh, of the show yeah, for me. For sure. And he's like for me, I have you know, my opinion has completely changed from like the first couple of episodes. Yes. Because I thought he was um not very not a very good actor. When he pulled that face bit, that Yeah, hiss. yeah, the hiss was a little bit fake looking, but now he's one of my favorite characters. Yes, he's very like mischievous, mischievous and He's al- he's almost like got that kind of bad boy quality to him. Yeah, and he's cheeky and flirtatious yes. and sort of that's you right, know, a bit naughty, tongue in cheek. That's right. Yeah, he's witty and he's definitely got a, m- more of a colorf- colorful personality compared to some other uh, characters characters on this show. <laughs> Most other characters. <laughs> that's right. Okay, and we of course have our. R.I.P. segment. That's right. And in this episode, we would like to honor those that we have lost, which, which like are quite a few CG, losses. CGI things. CGI and, demons. And Venom from Jace's um, shop, body. body. Also, um, a bag of, of blood. A bag of human blood. Some of, um, some of Valentine's army in front of the... Ranwick uh, Looney Asylum and... Wasn't one of his henchmen killed? One of the main henchmen? That's right. What's his name? Come on, you know this. Pangborn and... I forgot whether it's Pangborn or uh, what's the other... or Blackwell. I think it was Blackwell who, who died in this episode. Please guys correct me if I'm wrong. But I think it was Blackwell. And I think Luke... Lost some werewolves. Possibly. Didn't he? So this is kind yes. of a big R.I.P. Um, we do it for each individual character if we had the time. But but this is like a collective. Collective. So let's put our 
heads together. Let's put our, you know, Let's hands together. Pray for them. Exactly. Let's go. That's how we pray. So that's it. Tough times. Tough times. Well, let's uh, let's see what the next episode brings. Marilla hasn't seen it yet, so mm -mm. I am curious to know what she's going to think about it. I'm going to rewatch it because I haven't seen it <laughs> since it aired. <laughs> and it's Malik, 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 Malik. That's right. So there better be some feels in this episode, man. I'm telling you. Well, if you're looking for feels, you're probably going to find them. I don't know. Like, I like the feels to surprise me, like, to kind of creep up on me and take me by surprise. Yeah, you know, and go yeah. Like, boom, feels. But, I mean, so far in the show, I mean, it's time for Magnus and Alec to show some feelings. And to have a conversation. Yeah. You know, to, to <laughs> exactly. talk about actually what they want that's from more, each other. Yeah, a conversation that's actually about them. I mean, so far they've just spoken about the missions and yes, cleaning the um. It been like communication apartment. is a very important part of every relationship. So please, like, have you know, communicate a little bit more. Exactly. And sorry, guys, if this um was underwhelming and all over the place. Like I said, we're trying to sort of imitate the show that's right in, in in like in how lame we can get yes so we're paying you know this is an homage to this that's right last so we're hoping that we have been able to at least come close yeah. to the lameness exactly. please tell us what you think were we similar enough <laughs> to this episode when it comes to lameness Yes, let us know, please. Let us know. And as always, you can find us on Twitter at Podcast Hunters. You can email us feedback, audio or written feedback at thepodcasthunters at gmail.com. Or you can just, like, basically, if you Google Podcast Hunters, you're going to find us everywhere. Oh, yeah, there's everything on Google. So, <laughs> <laughs> and also, guys... This is an advertisement for Google. And also, guys, we would like to let you know that we, there are actually shows out there that we love. Like and we that we will definitely... love. Yeah, and, and we that are, we will definitely talk about in the future. We are super passionate and positive about. So, if you guys have any suggestions at all uh, where you would like to hear us... Um, do a podcast on any particular show, please let us know. Um, we love, like, we love The Walking Dead. We love 12 Monkeys. We love Orphan Black. We love Bates Motel. Um, Orange is the New Black. Uh, what else? Oh, there's too many for okay, you. Okay, like, did, we did started you watching The Walking Dead. Like, yes, yeah. yes. We started watching Stranger Things, which yes. is a new show on Netflix. Yes. Which, yeah, looks very promising. So, please let us know if there is any show that you would like us to cover where we're not going to be just pointing out the flaws and, you know, be so super negative. Because, yeah, we, the shows that we've mentioned, we actually really, really love watching. Oh, yeah. Hell and, yeah. like, we're still holding out hope that 
Shadowhunters one day may become one of those those shows. That exactly, we are, like, oh, we are oh, we're oh. always willing to, you know, give give shows a chance, and you know, uh, first seasons of every show have kind of been a little bit rocky. Uh, except the, I really liked uh, the season, the first season of The Walking Dead and Prison Break and oh my Prison God, Break and shows like that. Episode. But like, majority We're, of the shows kind of suffer from first seasonitis, where yeah, yeah. you know, where they're sort of trying to find what is the show about and what are we gonna, you know, what's yes. the main message and all of that. We're definitely gonna do Prison Break. When it comes out, oh like, man, hell's yeah! That is a fact. We will also be doing a Netflix show uh, called Mind Hunter. So get it, podcast hunters, Mind Hunter. That's right. Um, which will be a show about um, a basically it's it's based on a book that's all about true crime. Um, which we are like, it is, huge fans. It is of. the real life. Uh, inspiration for Will Graham on Hannibal. Yes. So yes. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to that. And it's, it's got, about a profiler. Yeah, profiling and psych- psychology about serial Which killers and all that. My, my most favorite topic. And also, if you, if there's any of you that are true crime fans out there, I'm always down to do a true crime episode. Oh yeah, or how yes. about just the topic? Any any topic you want yeah. to talk about, please. Um, We're down. Drop us We're a tweet. We're down. Let us know. And until next time, we hope that all of you are doing great and that um, we didn't kind of kill you with negativity. And that time. none of you had to have a blood transfusion. That's right. Especially if you're like, you know... Demon venom. Demon venom, or like, you know, if you had to downgrade from angel blood to human blood, they would really, like, suck. Suck. Exactly. So don't forget that you can find us on both iTunes and SoundCloud. So please subscribe, rate us... um, Hate us. Like us. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, even if you don't like the show... Tell us we fucking suck. Rating, uh, you know, rating us on iTunes really helps people find us and, you know, helps us and encourages us to do more of these podcasts. So we'd really appreciate some feedback. Um, and Whatever it is, like we said, we don't, like, we, we are not opposed to criticism. I mean, my God, like, we would be the biggest hypocrites if we were. If we were, we were yeah. Yeah. So, so we're, yeah. we're totally okay with... Um, you know, we we want your honest opinion when it comes to this podcast. And Don't be scared. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be scared. <laughs> so till next time, guys, we will talk to you later. And all the best until then, guys. Bye.